Hello, and welcome to Mature Gamer Bits and PCs, episode 93. Only seven off the big 100, which we don't know what we're doing when that happens. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll throw something together at the last minute, as is very much the uh, way this show's done. Well, I think it'll be anything anything more than seven days of kind of prep work beforehand would be would not really be within the spirit of the show. No. Seven minutes, perhaps. Seven minutes, yes. Well, I think we, should, we kind of nailed that in uh, preparing for this show. But yes, um, as you probably had, could tell, that was Clarky. Um, Hello. And we have Yoda as well. Hello. And of course, me, Beastie, which obviously pretty helps for setup. Um, I have a very strong feeling this is going to be a um, uh, a half stone FTL focused show. Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. With that in mind, I'm going to go straight to Yoda to just to break that stuff. <laughs> so, I have picked up Craft the World, which you'll be surprised to find out is another prepaid alpha. That, that deeply unusual for this show. <laughs> it's. I'm really enjoying it. I think I picked it up on on Wednesday. I, I've put about ten hours into it already. Um. But it's it's a sandbox game, which it's, it reminds me of a side cut out of Dungeon Keeper. So whereas Dungeon Keeper was top down, this is side view on, it, and it's it looks, very much it looks, sandbox. It looks exactly the same as Terraria. Okay. It, I I haven't played Terraria, so I can't comment. That, that is one of the things that it is. Um, likened to on some of the reviews that I've seen it was actually Vimesy's fault before last week's show he was tempting me to buy this and I held off for all of about 18 hours uh, while it was still on sale for half price I thought uh, go on then and it's just I I really enjoy this I've, I've spent I think six hours on one map alone just building up my my little dwarf base, uh, getting so, them. Go on. So, what is this? Is this? Is it kind of does what it says in the tin? Kind of craft the world. Is it? Is it? You just? Is it more about explorations or more about building or? You've got to build down. So you, you're digging tunnels under the, under the map, and you keep building. You to get res- digging to get resources. You need to go and. Obviously, cut trees down for the wood. Keep finding resources. There is a... Um, you can find gold coins, which you can spend in the shop as well to, to get the resources that are rarer, that you're, you're not picking up all the time. But at the same time, you need to, to get armour and weapons for your little dwarfs because every... Uh, it's about every 50 minutes, they, they send, like, this little army of the undead skeletons, zombies... To come and deplete all your dwarfs. Once they die, they do respawn. It's about a five-minute respawn time. They're, they're big, big breeders than the dwarfs. Oh yeah, <laughs> fantastic! You get one dwarf per every every level you go up. I think on one of my game, I'm on level nine, so I've got nine of them. And it's just—I don't know what's keeping me going back. It's just very addictive. Trying to to craft everything there's there's quite 
it's not, I wouldn't say it's a complex craft tree, it's quite a large craft tree where you've got to completely finish the, the experience points for that craft tree before it feeds into the next one. And on some of them, it, it's got three, three feed-ins. So you've got to complete all of them for, like, you open the advanced weapons. And it's just, it is enjoyable. Um, I think you would like it, Beastie, because you like the, the Dungeon Keeper-style game. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to look at it, because if it's, like, um, the kind of Minecraft-esque and... Um, Terraria-esque I mean, wasn't necessarily that keen but this does appear to have more of a kind of defensive kind of hunker down and build a base to protect yourself from some, from something it gives you a, a goal so to speak a direct goal it does and I believe that I, I haven't yet found one but I have looked online because um, I think there's about three levels at the moment three different types of terrains and you can only unlock them by finding a portal on the map now, I haven't found this portal as of yet. I have found a super zombie type knight thing with a big sword that's decimated about 18 of my, my dwarves. I thought it would be a good idea to try and go and attack this thing and and that, that really wasn't a good idea. You can get mana spells as well, similar to Dungeon Keeper. So you can fire fireballs, grow trees, put rally points on so that you've got all your dwarves in one location if you're about to be attacked. You can build external walls so that you can stop the rain coming in, which... Very important. Well, yeah, you don't want little puddles all around your your base where you've built built your... That that would be embarrassing, wouldn't it, really? Oh, yeah. And it is slightly annoying (laughs) because it's... I have a very nice, pristine little base with torches on the walls and I see this little puddle on the floor. So I try to shut all the the hatches before before the rain starts coming, just so I don't get any uh, water in there. But I'm really enjoying <laughs> this. It's it's fun. Uh, Clarky's finding it really amusing. Absolutely. I'm just imagining uh, how puddly and and drenched um, Clarky's building be. I don't think he's a kind of a, a puddle mopper upper. No, it's, I'm sure I'll pick it up in a steam sale at some point. <laughs> It's worth it. I, I am enjoying it. I, I was playing this before I was rudely interrupted by Clarky Cooling. Oh, my creatures. apologies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you've uh, you've been bitten by the early access bug. No doubt something to do with Vimes. Eh? Yeah, that that is very true, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I know yesterday was trying to peddle something to me. It was on early access. Oh, is this this RPG thing that I think is picked up? Yeah, that, that, that £30 one that's shiny, as he repeated yeah. several times. Yeah, I, I I have cast my eye over it and then thought thirty pound no not on your on Nelly. And the other game is something that Vimesy mentioned last week is Insurgency. Now I always, we, I always forget which one this I always forget which one this is. This is um, it, it's first person shooter. We've been playing... I played it with Vimesy on, I think it was Thursday night, while, while Clarky was on a date. <laughs> so so he, he didn't show up. Um, and it's I, I really need to get used to using a mouse and keyboard to to play first-person shoot-em-up. It's been such a long time. And it's well, well worth it. 
<laughs> it is, but at the moment where where the PC is is in the lounge and there's no desk, so it's really hard to to use as a mouse and keyboard as the setup I've got. I am getting a desk soon, so yeah, I just plug a controller in. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. It doesn't work. <sighs> oh. <laughs> it doesn't have controller support. So oh, yes, actually, if that's the case, I think you should keep battering away at this game until you and Vimes you only play with a a, a mouse and keyboard and fix yourselves from your riddled joypad nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is good. We are playing um, against bots, which it started off. We went into to an empty lobby and learning the. I was learning the controls and Vimes. He was being all sergeant major leader type, telling me. I, I need to hide around the corner and peek round in case they, they blow my head off. And it, it was it was getting it was grinding a little bit because we weren't getting very far. Then some some. Did random... you go? Did you go, Leroy Jenkins? Did you kind of break outside the pattern and stop running wildly into the enemy? Oh God, no! I I was being slow and stealthy and still getting picked off every two oh, minutes. Oh, okay, brilliant, amazing. Um. And then so we had some some random pe- people join, and then that's when it got really interesting because there was more of a teamwork ethic. Because we were just playing with two pl- players, we didn't have the full complement that that was I think needed to complete the m- missions. With more people, it became I wouldn't say it was easier, but it was better coordinated. You sort of looked not just to to Vimesy covering you you looked at other people it was it was a good squad based game and i think if more people pick this up on the forum it will be it will be a good fun night to to play i know uh clarky's going to give it a try aren't you oh yes he's vamsy give me a copy of it i suppose it'd be rude <laughs> not to really <laughs> and that's it really that's all i've been been playing i've uh, not played much else apart oh, from one of the games that you've you're going to speak about so as I say, I was a bit upset if there wasn't like a kind of a full sweep of this particular game. Mm. Um, well, that's 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 pretty quick. So let's move into Clarky, where we're going to half the things you're going to talk about, the things I'm going to talk about. Yay, FTL <laughs> on our iPad. It's um, yeah, I haven't, I don't think we spoke. Um, I get the feeling you're probably playing on iPad more than you are on um, PC. Uh, yes, I haven't actually played the advanced edition on the PC yet. Uh, well, how how you, how you getting on? Oh, it's what I want to say. It's FTL. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I thought the first few times I played it, I thought it was. I don't know. I, I kind of got the impression it was a little bit easy, but then I got right to the end and just ended up dying as per usual. So that quickly went out of the window. Yeah, I mean, it was brought up in the forum about that, and I, I did wonder whether it was just they made the iPad version a little bit easier because no, because um, it controls are a bit clunkier. Um, I would say it is easier until the last fight. Yeah, it, it, um, it just seems to ramp the difficulty up. I mean, the only thing I think they made easier is adding the uh, the kind of projected waypoint thing when you jump between sort of uh, planets. Yeah, that's that, that's really so useful. But they, they used to get caught in a kind of yes. rabbit hole and yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> have to track back four spaces and then go to the correct yeah. path, in which case you're uh, 
screwed for the rest of the level if you make it. But no, this uh, this is great. I'm absolutely loving this, and I, 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 as I predicted, I would be. I've pretty much fallen into a dark cave and pretty much exclusively only played this. I, I just think it, it it does work really, really well on the iPad. Uh, I mean, I have a mini. It's probably a little bit. Uh, oh, okay, that's that's interesting because I was going to ask about this. Where I'm kind of struggling, I've got a, an iPad Air, Ooh. and it's just a little bit too small. Um, uh, it's a little bit fiddly. Um, some of the controls, like how to use the doors, were not obvious at all. No, indeed, I got stuck with that one for a little while. Because <laughs> um, Rachel, I'm like, oh my god, it's a fire! I can't vent. Um, uh, this, this is this ship's lost now. I can't, I can't work out. Yeah, but but, but to, to be fair, they did ask add a practice mode, which does explain this if you play yeah. it. But uh, after I put like 60 hours into the PC version, I wasn't going to go down that route. I wanted to get on and try no, absolutely. new features. Uh, I, I, um, did, I did jump into the practice thing just to uh, just to have a look because I thought there's obviously going to be a few changes in regards to controls, and I don't want to be uh, getting getting five systems in and then discovering I can't do something crucial and end up losing my ship. So I did have a go at that first, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, I found I mean, I, I mean it is a lot small on the uh, on the mini, but. It, Perfectly playable. I can understand why this is never going to show up on phones. Because, uh, oh yeah, and I know, I know some people talking about that. I was like, there's no way. No, they'd have, have to completely change the game. Uh, that's it. Unfortunately, make it yeah. turn based maybe or something. Then maybe you could do it. Yeah, and I think unfortunately that will also put paid to the uh, hoped for Vita version as well. Because I mean that only has a five inch screen, doesn't it? At the end of the day, yeah. so that's uh, that's not going to be happening. But yeah, the uh, the new features are good. Um. I'm, thoroughly enjoying this i've probably put another 12 hours into this on top of the <laughs> like you the 50 or 60 hours i've put into the pc version have you unlocked any c-class ships yet um no i've unlocked i think the only one i've unlocked was through a uh, one of the kind of story threads if you will in the game i managed to get the the stealth ship um which is very very difficult to play with because it has a uh, a cloaking device fitted instead of a shield generator Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to have a quick look about. I'm coming, I've, I've unlocked quite a lot of ships. Let me have a quick look. I've just have a quick check. Because um, I I have unlocked the C class ship for for the is it the Kestrel the first the first time. So yeah, I've got the so I've got all three of the Kestrel the base ships. Yeah. Um, I haven't got the C for the um the uh what are they called the the androids whatever they're. No, the square. NGs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't got the C for that. I've got all three for the. I don't know if you guys have unlocked the Osprey, which has the kind of the big laser um, oh, that, attacks. I've got that in the PC version. I think that's the big sort of the big Federation ship, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm really. I'm. I've been trying to power through um, the um, Zoltan, 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 Zoltan um, yep. group. Um, but they are, for some reason or other, they're really hard to actually. Um, I just can't seem to unlock their. One thing you do is you need to try and make it to the fifth fifth sector without um, buying any power reactor boosts. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore, though, do you? You just need to get that ship to the 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 A ship to the level eight to get the B ship, and the B ship to level eight to get the C ship. 
not on the PC version because I've got to the last boss loads of times. It has not unlocked the the next ship. Um, I don't know how to unlock it. I've also but I've also unlocked the slug vessel recently, and the um, uh, one of the other one of the other um, shapes as well. If I can't which one. Yeah, I think now. I've got on the PC version. I've got which one is it? The NG one with the green shield. The sort of the added shield. That, oh, that's um, that's, that's the Zoltan. The Zoltan, yeah, I've got that one. I quite like that ship. With having the Zoltan shield early on is really, really useful. It's it just, is. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the it's the last battle that's killing me. I mean, I'm 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 making it through to the last zone almost on every single go, yeah. quite comfortably. And the last fight is just brutal now. Um, oh, it is absolutely. Even in normal mode, it's. I mean, I know, even in easy, it is. I mean, I've tried in all the different sections right away. It's horrible. Without cloak, um, and if you just get unlucky, I mean, I thought one time I'd, I'd rip through the the boss in the first two rounds, just just destroyed him. Um, the first one was like comedic. It, it lasted the match. <laughs> it lasted like twenty seconds. It ripped him apart. But by the th- third one, I don't know what I think they did. I, ha- I think they hacked my. Um, Oh, I fucking my hate that. My weapons or so something. I have, yeah, they did. I'd gotten, I'd done a run through where I had some absolutely brilliant, well, an absolutely brilliant set of weaponry. Gets to the, uh, gets to the boss, and they fucking hack my weapons. Yep. And I just, oh, for fuck's sake. So, I mean, two of them were uh, powerful. I think I had the level two flat cannon, and yep. uh, one other, and just the way it was timed, by the time they were almost charged, they'd get their, uh, the sort of hacking buff back in it and just drop it down and I was just thinking, oh no, and sure enough, two minutes later I'm I'm in pieces. Yeah, I, I still haven't beaten the advanced edition yet. It's kind of frustrating. I thought I'd had it a few times, but no, <laughs> I'm trying every different technique. It's just horrible. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing the only thing I noticed wasn't obvious with the game, Vamsy brought this up, was how to actually save, the, save it on the iOS version. Just close it, I think. Yeah, you know, you have to go to options and then click on main menu and then it kind of saves it. If you sort of just jump out of the game and then shut it, it doesn't save the run through. Oh, uh, really? I'm sure it has for me. I believe so. Vams has got said he'd done, he'd been on a game for about an hour and sort of needed to come off it. And when he went back on, it was gone. Well, I guess it depends on if it was mid fight or not. Yeah. If it was mid fight. Um, they lose it. If you do save and quit in mid-fight, you'll you, you well, that won't won't accept it because you could just cheat the system by doing that. Well, absolutely. Um, so I'm guessing he might have been in the middle of a fight or had intruders or something that he wasn't in a safe jump position. Yeah. That's where I've come out of it. I've never I've not had any problems personally. Anyway, anyway new weaponry. What do we think of those? Um, I, that's I, interesting. I, I do like the flat cannon. As hit and miss as it is, when it, it it's deeply satisfying when it does hit though, and also yeah. also given the fact that it doesn't expend any sort of ammunition either, which I think is a nice touch. Yeah, missiles start getting quite quite tricky. I mean, it's been it's been quite interesting. I think I found more use out of um, mind control and hacking generally. Yeah, um, I've really enjoyed mind control though. I think that's that's quite uh, a nice little touch. Yeah, some of the new laser weapons are quite good. I know there's the uh, they kind of have ones where you can sort of charge up four shots beforehand or what have you. And there's also that uh, rapid fire one that sort of, sort of builds up in speed every time you... Yeah, that's right, yeah. Which, yeah. which, uh, which again, with this game, seemed like they're helping you until you get to the uh, the last sector and you're inevitably fucked either way. 
Yeah, I mean, I think whether whatever you do, how I've tried to approach it now is, how do I get through four layers of shield? That's always my mindset is, how do I get through four layers of shield? Because if you go to the last sector and you, you if you struggle with three shields, then you have no chance because no. you, you just got to be. I found that what I found on the PC version, I've had to be very clever with the pausing game, using spacebar to pause, and so attacking then. The shield's gone down enough. I can use a beam attack or something. So I've been really kind of, um, uh, yeah. Honestly, you, you I've been playing of, the system a little bit to make yeah, it. Yeah, you kind of have to sort of plan your shots. It's not, I mean, a lot of people I know just kind of put all the weapons on auto fire, which obviously, given that they have different charge times, isn't necessarily going to help. So no. if, you, if, you, if you kind of just leave them charging and then manually fire them, you can kind of get grouped together shots, which uh, stand a much better chance of getting through shielding. I think I'm I'm definitely moving toward a more um, burst laser option. I think I managed one of my ships. And for some reason, I lost it in something silly, um, but I it had had three of the burst laser twos, which fire the three shots. Yeah. And if you fire those, you just rips through absolute because you're throwing nine shots in at the same time all the time. So every single shield you always get through. No, I always kind of fist pump the air when I end up with two of the uh, two of those lasers at the same time. Yeah, they are they are so powerful and for the cost as well. Um, but no, it's um, it's great fun. It's great fun. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. No, absolutely. The the only the only thing I would have liked to have seen, which I think would be a nice little feature, you know, you can sort of open your airlock doors and suck the air out. Yes. It, it would have nice. It'd be nice to have some sort of sort of uh, violent decompression where you can literally just suck suck everything out of your ship. I think that would be quite a nifty little feature. What do you mean? as a, like a special yeah, augmentation or something? Yeah, you kind of open your doors up and it just sort of rips the enemy out of the ship. Yeah, I mean, that actually be more realistic. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. <laughs> and can't still continue to blast the blast doors and uh, while there's oxygen being siphoned out, yes. Yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah, um, and with the new race as well, haven't with Alanius. Very, they're very useful. Um, if you could put them in kind of important rooms and they get people try to attack them, they suffocate because they suck all the oxygen out of the room. Yep. Um, very yeah, very useful. They're they're always sort of instantly prioritised as targets though. Whenever you're boarded, are they? Yeah, they seem to be. Yeah. I've not come across that. No, I I have. They sort of beam in and seem to make the way straight for wherever the. Uh, thing is maybe because it's sucking the air out but I don't know they always seem to pro- maybe it's just me but they just seem to be uh, always going for the little Lanius character if you've picked him up mm, okay I'll keep an eye out for that keep oh indeed uh, but yeah FTL what more to say until uh, I will uh, continue playing this no doubt lots and lots until uh, yet another system update is available adding no doubt loads of new features vacuum Indeed. vacuum decompression come on come on <laughs> um i also um i also when i was sort of putting together my list of games to go on holiday with a few weeks ago i did pick up hearthstone which i sort of did that via the uh nasty canadian way of doing it whereby yeah. i changed my account settings uh before realizing that i needed an internet connection to play which obviously uh was going to be a no-go while i was away yes um so by the time I got back, I managed to get five minutes to play on it. It had already been released in the UK, so I just sort of uninstalled that version and reinstalled the UK version because I would assume that would integrate with the game centre, maybe. 
Um, I'm guessing so. Yeah, because I noticed the other version didn't seem to feature whenever I was playing on it. Um, I seem to... I I know this isn't the place for this, but I seem to be enjoying this far more than I did when it was on the PC. They're just... I don't know, just maybe because it's a sort of a uh, collect-together-year-cards game, it just seems a bit more sort of personal and shiny when you're playing it on a tablet. (laughs) Well, I mean, in comparison to FTL... Um, it's pretty much identical. I mean, there's yeah. The, the, it was always inevitable that it was going to be fairly easy to control that game. It's quite slow. It's turn-based, quite slow. You've got bi- it's fairly uh, big imagery. So moving cards around them, they're, they're quite large. Even imagine over on the mini um, uh, iPad, they're still pretty pretty useful. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They've done a good job on the port. No, indeed they have. I mean, we did try and have a game earlier on this morning, but uh, we were having server problems. It was, yeah, it was a bit of a pain. I was, I was looking forward to crushing you. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> ironically enough, I came back on later on and Gibbo was online, so uh, I was... He, he crushed you instead. Oh, he crushed me in three consecutive games. Uh, th- this is this is where I kind of need to get my head around it. I was sort of... Very early on, I was I was sort of the one in the lead and basically pummeling him, but uh, sort of as it progressed and he was dealing out his more powerful cards. I was uh, quickly defeated. I think uh, I kind of need to alter my deck so that I've got a little more sort of defence against sort of my champion, if you will. So that seemed to be the reason he was winning all the time. I was getting to a point where I had no way of protecting against his attacks. I think I need to add a few more characters. So, so who are you playing as and who is he playing as? I, I, I can't remember if we mentioned the form. I think he's still fairly new himself. And yeah, to... I mean, I'm still playing as the initial character you play as. The I mean, mage. I, yeah, I've unlocked a couple of the other ones. But, yeah, she seems to have a, her special attack's pretty poor because it only hits for one damage. But I, I think where I was kind of going wrong is I wasn't... I, I need sort of a new, few more characters with Taunt who can take the flack off my hero when the, when the game gets in its later stages. Well, after after we after we finish recording, if you've got a chance, we'll 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 get a game going and we'll kind of go through a bit of that, so you can kind of understand a bit more. Because I've obviously played a fair bit more than you. I've kind of unlocked characters and I've kind of getting into the the deep deck building side of things. It'd be interesting to see where what you're doing and where you're going wrong or something. Maybe I'd better assist there. No, it's uh, it, very very shiny looking on the uh, pad. Looks just as good as it does on the PC. Well, that's not really much, really, because it's uh, a Blizzard game and it would probably work on a the lowest spec PC you can possibly think of. As do have most you, of their games, I believe. I, I would definitely would recommend you go through and just... What level's um, the mage for you now? Um, 11, I think. Okay, so you've got all the base cards for yes. the mage... Um, I, I, I highly recommend going through all the characters, yeah. and at least getting at least getting them to ten. Not only does it give you a chance to see a little bit of variety in those classes, mm. you also start to understand what they may do against you. Because ah, uh, right. a lot of the strategies are like kind of like mm, sort of mage automatically go. Well, if I play my powerful my power card now, they might have polymorph and they could just basically completely ruin that that placement. And so you've got to constantly know about what your opponent might be playing. Um, yeah, one thing uh, one thing Gibber pointed out. That obviously, there's no voice chat on the iPad version, which is probably a pretty easy workaround anyway. If you've got Teamspeak app or something on it, but uh, it did it did point out that it was quite quite a tense match with the fact that we couldn't hear each other speaking. And <laughs> I, I sort of I do agree with him, so uh, I'm not 
too fussed about the fact that there's no sort of chat support on it either. Oh no, I'm I'm I think personally that's a a crucially great decision. Um because if you look at League of Legends community, regardless of what people say, it's loathsome. It's totally, totally hateful. <laughs> and I think it puts people off free to play games. I'm missing some some forums people going, Oh, I wanna try Hearthstone, but I don't want to, uh, there's such a poisonous community on XYZ Game League Legends being one of them. And I was like, I, I, I said, like, don't, listen, don't worry, because he, you, they can't grief you. They've got, they can only click on their ch- on the champion and give you kind of eight preset commands that you, you don't need. They, know, they can't grief you. They can't go call you a noob. They can't say anything. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a really, a really clever feature of them because that was make the game hateful. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I am I am enjoying this, and I did shamefully because I had all these lovely pretty cards in front of me in my hand. I did make an in-app purchase and bought two decks as well, uh, Ma- yeah. merely for the purposes of testing the function out, of course. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, how, how do you know it works properly? Oh, exactly. It. I, I, it's, it, this is going to be one of those games that sort of reinvigorates that old whole uh, trading card collecty collecty mentality in me. Well, it's quite interesting. Um... Because I, I put a quick note, legendaries. Because I, I just I've been trying some of the ranked games again. So I haven't played for months, um, and I was doing quite well in the ranked games. I earned enough um, gold to buy a, a free deck. Mm. For, oh, a free, I'm sorry, a free pack. And I went through and kind of opened it up, and um, within that, within that was a a golden legendary card, which are quite. Very rare. Very rare. So, oh, blimey, that's wasn't expecting that. Okay, brilliant. And then like, it, it was interesting because it did then kind of tease me to um, actually getting any legendary card. I think I've had one other legendary card ever. And it did kind of tease me to, oh, maybe I'll buy a, another pack or something, which I thought was very cunning. So I ended up kind of buying their, um, their 6 dollars pack, which gives you seven packs. I thought, okay, I'll go to this. In that, I don't know if I've changed something. In that seven, I had three uh, three more legendary cards, um, which is like what? Because I, I mean, I've opened quite a lot of packs and played quite a lot of the game. I've had one it once before, as I say. I don't know if, if I got super lucky or something, but yeah. I, so I had about four legendaries and eight packs of cards, um, which is really Seems really peculiar. It's really hard because considering that each pack's only got five cards in, it's really yeah. high. I've not had anything. I don't know what had happened, but yeah, I got some really, really cool cards in there. I was like, oh, brilliant! I'll give that a go. Um, but no, it's really good fun. I yeah, I look forward to playing some more games on that. No, it, it absolutely is. I just, it, it's like FTL. It's uh, if you sort of uh, just wanting to chill out for an evening, just crash on the couch and get the pad out. And I just think it's just so easy to play and get into. I can imagine I'm going to be uh, probably sinking a lot of time and money into this. I need it's, to re-download mm. this. Yeah, I need to get all over that. Yeah, get yeah. all over it. Well, I, I've got it on the laptop. I just haven't got it on the PC. And as I don't use my laptop much anyway, anymore, I, I need to download it. And this is why you need to buy an iPad as well. I'm not buying an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> you will do if we're all on at you. <laughs> I won't. Um, right, next. Um, me and the missus kind of had a discussion about um, our TV package. Uh, we're currently with Virgin at the moment, and uh, we were sort of talking about what we actually watch, and the, it, it was pretty much a case of I 
practically don't watch any TV unless sort of the missus is off watching, in which case we'll catch up on a TV series or watch a film or something. Um, and we sort of figured out that the TV package act aspect of our Virgin plan was basically being paid for to pay for the kids to watch Cartoon Network. Mm, that's depressing. Yeah. I was kind of getting bored with uh, Netflix because obviously you don't get many films on that very often. <laughs> sort of... Uh, Coming, no, it's not coming in dribs and drabs. So I did go with Now TV before, um, sort of for the free trial, and then sort of just bagged it off because I, I didn't like the whole interface and everything on the uh, Xbox, and I'd already seen a lot of the uh, the films that was on that were on there. But I kind of resubscribed to it because we thought, well, you know, we're mostly watching catch up TV, and you can kind of you can you can sort of watch live channels on this thing as well. So sort of a very uh, Small selection, but it was enough for us. So um, I, I kind of uh, started my Now TV subscription up, which is I think it was four ninety nine a month for the entertainment package, which gives you some of the basic Sky channels. I'll go on to that in a minute, and uh, it was eight ninety nine a month for the movies, which basically gives you the sort of more recent ones, the Sean Sky movie channels. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> I've got the um, the film package. Mm. The only thing, the the only sort of bugbear was the fact that the uh, the app for it on, I mean, it's not on PS4. The app for it on PS3 is really, really clunky. It just seems so unresponsive, and I didn't like it. And the missus outside of an outside of her iPhone is a little bit of a technophobe, so I thought I'd, I thought I'd give one of the little boxes that they sell a try. Um, and I'm glad I bought it. It's a really nice piece of kit. Um, this is the uh, this is now TV's sort of own little platform if you will it's basically a rebranded i think a roku lt okay media stream or something like that um now there's no way sky are making any money on this thing at all because i mean it, you can pick them up for, i think directly from sky for a tenner plus package and packaging i bought that's mine. pretty good yeah i bought mine from argos for 15 quid and the thing basically comes you basically got the device itself, which is far smaller than I actually thought it was. I was expecting something a lot bigger. Um, but it's about the size of one of those uh, square drinks courses with the rounded edges on it and about an inch thick. Um, and yeah, it's a uh, lovely little piece of kit. It's wireless only. Doesn't does, have it have, does it have any kind of storage capacity? Uh, no. It is literally a streaming device. It can you can download apps onto it, but uh, it is the Rocco App Store, I believe. But it's sort of got a uh, bit of scar polish over it, and the la- the apps on there are very very limited. You've basically got your uh, iPlayer 4OD uh, catch up for Channel Five. There's some other bump on there, like some weird alien abduction <laughs> channel. Yeah, um, what it did have have on it as well which i was quite interested with is it has a uh, this is only compatible with android devices but it has a uh, an app called play to which basically allows you to throw stuff from your phone onto the tv oh, okay yep yeah, yep yeah. kind of uh, I suppose in the way a, good, uh, a chromecast does uh, but yeah they, they, they ain't making any money on this thing i mean it, it comes with a remote control it's, it comes with an hdmi cable as well i mean i've paid was 100 quid for a Blu-ray player and had to buy a separate cable because there wasn't one provided. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, good old days of Comet trying to flog people um, 
cables for £50 a piece. And yeah, like exactly, exactly. I mean, the, the box itself is very basic. It's a, it's kind of the top three quarters of it are white. Um, it's got a kind of a blue rubber base on it sort of to keep it in place um, and just a little white LED on the front to give you some sort of visual feedback when you're using the uh, remote control. Um, HDMI in on the back. I think it has an AV multi-out on it as well in case you're one of the few people who doesn't actually have a HD TV. And... Uh, a socket for the power supply. As I say, it works only. It only works across Wi-Fi. And John, you can tune out right now. It does only stream in 720p. Okay. Mm. Which isn't exactly a deal breaker for me because I can't tell the fucking difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, no, that is that's kind of disappointing. They say it's quite cheap, but um, I, I can't see it replacing my. I kind of V plus box to be honest. Are you still on the V plus box? Yeah. Or yeah. Are you on the TiVo? Oh, you need no, to no. on the TiVo box. Well, no, pretty much everyone I know who's gone from V plus box to a TiVo mm-hmm. um, have moaned saying that it's slow and clunky. And to be honest, I don't really need the TiVo. The only reason I have the TiVo thing would be so I can watch stuff from my iPad away from home. That would be the only thing that would be handy for. Oh, no, I. Um... I get quite a lot of functionality out of the TiVo box, and I don't find it clunky at all. Um, well, this was the uh, the weird thing for me, because once I'd got this in place, we thought, well, right, we'll drop the Virgin package down to its base level, which is pretty much just free view. So I rang them up and sort of managed to work out a deal where they sort of drop it down to the basic package and also upgrade the internet speed as well to from 30 to 50 meg. Obviously. Um, and it and it ended up factoring in the cost of the now TV per month. It's uh, about 10 or 15 quid cheaper. But stra- strangely enough, the uh, engineer is coming to the house on Wednesday to fit a new super hub, which I don't understand because I thought that super hub was capable of up to 100 meg. And they're also fitting as a TiVo box as well. Right, okay. Even though we've kind of dropped the TV channels down to the, uh, the kind of the lowest level, if you will. Did they also give you six months free Netflix? Uh, they tried flogging as Netflix again, but I was kind of like, no, I've just cancelled that. Uh, I, I'm through with Netflix <laughs> for now, anyway. Yeah, but uh, no, the the app on the uh, on the Now TV box it's it's very fluid. Um, I did also try and stress test it as well. I mean, it says the minimum minimum connection it needs. I think it's a sort of two and a half meg download speed. Um, so I started it running a film and basically started downloading large apps on any of the devices I could find nearby, and there was no noticeable uh, loss of picture quality while I was watching, uh, I think it was Superman Returns, or the, the new Superman film, Man of Steel. It does... Uh, yes. Yeah, it does... Uh, it doesn't go down the avenue of buffering either if, uh, if, there, if it does sort of have one of those moments where it kind of loses... Well, the connection slows down. It sort of just lowers the picture quality rather than sort of stop stop everything and buffer it, if you will. Mm. Well, no, I mean, for, for, for the cost, I'm very happy with it. And uh, like I say, if anyone's uh, anyone wants rid of the missus for the evening, just get one fitted upstairs and I'll keep her more than happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think, that's, I think that kind of thing is pretty quite useful. Yeah. I mean, the, the only... I was looking at some of the packages you can get with it. I mean, it's 15 quid to buy the box with basically nothing on it. Um, 
and then you obviously sign up for Now TV via the website. You can buy it with an entertainment pass, which I think gives you the Sky channels. You get Sky One, Sky Atlantic, Living, ABC, Fox, uh, and a couple of others. And you can watch any of the sort of collected shows they've got on them, or you can watch them live as the broadcast as well. There is a live option for it. Uh, I think there's a few programs which it won't allow you to watch, but I haven't come across any yet. And uh, it's the same with movies. You can have a select a movie from the huge list of different genres and things they have, or you can just sort of flick over to live TV and you can kind of watch them as they're being transmitted on Sky's movie channels as well. Um, the only thing I think they've kind of done a little wrong is with the Sky Sports. Um, if you're sort of to uh, buy one of these to kind of take over as a Sky Sports subscription, you're basically having to pay £10 a day for a, a day pass for the sports channels. Yeah, that's a, that's a total joke. Total now, joke. The, the, the stupid thing is if you buy the box with the sports package thing, which I think is 34.99, I think you get five or six sports passes, which give you, which are basically five or six day passes. So if you're going to use it on that sort of a, a setup, surely when you run out of these passes, it's going to be cheaper to just buy another box with the six passes again rather than pay £10 a day from there on in. But they're going to allow you to buy a second sports pack box. Well, it, it wouldn't matter. You could just go out to the shop and buy one, plug it in, enter your account details, and there it is. You, you, these sports passes are basically provided as little voucher cards in the box. Oh, okay. And you sort of input them on your account. I noticed when I was reading up on it, there was quite a, quite a few complaints from people saying, oh, you, you know, I, I only wanted the free trial, and now they're taking money. But, you know, this is, it's an online streaming service. It quite clearly tells you you're going to have to put your card details in, and you will be charged if you don't cancel it off after 30 days. But, yeah, I'm very happy with this. Are you going to tell us about your French adventure? <sighs> yeah, I went to Disneyland in Paris. It was great. Um I spent an absolute fortune and I'm now poor. Um, it was sort of along the lines of it was, I think, what was it three three euros fifty for a small bottle of water? Jesus. Um, just uh, just a note to any uh, French listeners out there. Um, I'm just going to explain something. A queue. A queue is a long <laughs> line of people. Now, you you meant to join a queue at uh, Le Bac. Not at the front in front of everybody. That's just something I think they seem to be uh, missing over there. Because I think I had about three or four occasions where I was queuing up to eat somewhere and people were just sort of jumping in and, and sure enough they were speaking the uh, they were speaking the French language. But no, it, it was a lot of fun. Kids enjoyed it. I stayed in the uh, the ranch, the kind of cowboy themed hotel, which just looks like an old west western town if you will everything was really expensive I had blisters on my feet after two days from all the walking around because the place is absolutely fucking huge but still loved it nonetheless I haven't been for a very long time for a very very long time I did. Uh, I quite enjoyed uh, the whole Eurostar journey that was yeah it was quite cool wasn't it yeah it was it, it, it kind of gave me a new appreciation I mean the whole journey kind of gave me a new appreciation for rail travel I mean we left from, from where I live we sort of left in the morning from sort of my local station to Leeds and then from Leeds to London. It was only about an hour and a half to get there. We stayed overnight in London and then uh, hopped on the Eurostar, which I think was... And how was London? Oh, God. (laughs) People never stop moving there. Everybody seems to be in a constant rush. 
I didn't. Was, like... is, was it was it noisy in the big town? Oh, I, I didn't <laughs> like it at all. We 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 kind of got there at about half three in the afternoon, and the missus was like, "Well, let, let's go and have a let's go and have a look around and see the sights. We can jump on the on the tube." And we kind of I think it was a Euston tube station. We walked down in there, and I just took one look and thought, "Now we're going back to his room." <laughs> keep, keep in mind where I'm from. A, a train station is considered busy if more than six people are stood waiting there. <laughs> and I was just Jesus Christ, looking at all these hundreds of people milling about using these fucking ticket machines and everything. I thought, oh, they use tickets and everything. Oh no, strange, <laughs> bizarre alien culture. But no, uh, from, from what I did see of London, I quite uh, quite enjoyed. We did uh, on the way back. We went to see. Uh, Mrs. Snap's brother, because he owns a kind of a restaurant, if you will, in Kingston upon Thames, so we kind of uh, got a free meal out of him, and then uh, stayed in uh, stayed in a Premier Inn. Um, I opened, yeah, I opened the uh, curtains at about six o'clock in the morning, looked out and saw a huge plane heading towards me. Obviously, uh, a quick Google later then showed me I was in the flat path of Heathrow Airport, so I kind of sat there for an hour just watching all of the planes come in. <laughs> do, do you um, have planes up north? I'm never quite sure. Well, we we uh, we do, yeah. Uh, sort of four, four wings. You can fit two people in them. <laughs> yeah, kind of four wings connected by oh. cables in between. But yeah, it, it was it, it was it was an adventure. Um, albeit a very costly one. But I, I just, I mean, Jesus Christ, London has just slow down and take stock for five minutes. I, I'm not just some target <laughs> to walk into. <laughs> Oh, yeah. um, stand still in London. That was it. So that was that, that was uh, that was all part of my French adventure. Oh yes, and uh, John would have probably have liked this one if he'd have been here. Um, kids, there were the the, uh, the 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 complex we were staying on seems to be the uh, place where they chuck all the school groups because all of the rooms kind of have locked doors between them, and uh, I think there was two different groups ended up in our sort of block, if you will. There was. Uh, a group of well-behaved children from some sort of club from Brazil who were absolutely marvellous, opened doors for uh, adults and allowed them through. And there was also an English group in there who, yeah, at 9pm 9, <laughs> 9 were running around knocking on everybody's doors and we had to like, kind of ring the reception and say, oh, can you get in touch with the group and tell them to calm these little fuckers down, please? So Is yeah, that a direct quote? Um, kind of. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. Stop the kids from messing about. <laughs> and oh yeah, so uh, well done, British children. You just let the sad down again. And that's about me for this week. Okay, cool. Well, it appears that my boiler's gone bananas again, and so I'll try and talk constantly so you don't get constantly bamboozled by running water. Um, so I say I've been on TFTL, a Hearthstone, been taking up most of my gaming time. I have done a little bit of Titanfall, um, but I do feel it's kind of fallen out of favour now that um, FTL um, has kind of refreshed itself. Well, what um, else is there? Well, indeed. Well, it's, it's, I mean, uh, Titanfall's fun, but it's, as I expected, remarkably shallow, and uh, how I feel about it is like, uh, I might come in when I want to do a game for an hour in like a two weeks' time, but it's not... There's very little reason to keep playing if you don't want to get involved in the whole meta game of levelling yourself up. Hmm. So, yeah, it, right. we'll see what goes. I mean, I, was, I did play it a fair bit, and then I just kind of, I think more because there was very little else to play. And, um, yeah, I'm, that's kind of being put on the shelf for now, getting all dusty, I think. 
Um, but one thing I did pick up, I haven't played a little bit, so this is going to be quite a short section for me, um, a early access game um, as the standard uh, standard way we do things. I was just kind of looking off the, on, the, um, on the internet, just kind of reading some um, previews of stuff, and this game called um, Meridian New World um, came up. Um, I think it's a terrible name, personally. I think <laughs> they should have probably just shortened that in some way. Um, but it appears to be a kind of almost a one-man show um, RTS game. So one guy has kind of made it. He's going to have working with other people as well with it to an extent, but it's going to be kind of a one-man's vision, and it's a single-player focused RTS game. Um, looks quite shiny, it's kind of similar to um, uh, StarCraft 2, I'd say, in a way, graphically. It's not too far off that. Um doesn't have quite all the shiny effects, um, but it's quite an interesting little game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and keep going on, keep, keep playing it and try to explore it. It's in alpha, um, but the game itself feels very, um, very much of kind of Command and Conquer in, in its day and how it works, but there's a lot more focus on the story itself and you can make choices and unlock um, uh, various abilities and in a kind of a role-playing fashion, so it's not just a static, oh, that unit's better than, than that unit. There's other uh, other elements to it that are quite does, interesting. Does it have uh, full motion video to the epic standard of the Command and Conquer series? No. Oh! No. Um, it's, um, it does have uh, voice acting, and it has all the narrative so far has all been voiced, rather than just any boxes, which has been quite nice. Have they at least um, got Z-list sci-fi actors voicing them? <laughs> I don't know. Um, they could do, um, but I feel they're probably they sound good enough not to be. If that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'll keep an eye on this. I, I, I think if you're an RTS fan, it could be quite interesting. It was quite wasn't it? Oh, great absolutely. Play. I'm uh, looking into this now. Um, um, it's, um, I mean, it's just different from having to. I mean, I, I've never been interested in the multiplayer side of RTS gaming. I've always liked the kind of just going through the story mode and whatever else, and that's how I'm pretty much how I play StarCraft 2. I, I know there's a lot of people who don't play it like that, but I thought one that's focused on that could be quite interesting. Oh, good. So it seems quite nice. Is, is there no faffing around with bloody macros and bloody whatever else you do in StarCraft 2? Not really. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, has, it has standard kind of shortcuts for it, powers of just building up. Like team groups, so you can kind of highlight all of them. I think it's Control One, and then you get that creates that group. But that's kind of standard Red Alert and Command and Conquer stuff from years ago. Um, but no, it seems quite interesting. I'm going to keep going to keep trying to bash away at it and see what I think. Um, but yeah, this could be could be could be something that's um, compelling in the for the kind of RTS gamer. Can you pick this up through Steam? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, Vamsey, you've just lost out. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's, I think that's our game sorted. That was, uh, uh, I think, quite uh, longer than I was expecting, <laughs> considering we had so few games on the list. Um, but let's move on to releases. The only release I could come across, and I know that probably Vamsey is more excited than anyone on this, is the 25th of April. We've got Dark Souls 2 on PC. Um I've never really got into these games at all myself. I don't know if you, how you chaps are about them. I can't remember. Uh, I have, I have for my secret Santa, um, Lelujo bought me Dark Souls 1, and I've played 
about two seconds. I really should give it some airtime, but mm, maybe. I, I think I have about four hours logged on uh, Dark Souls on the PC, and I think three and a half of that were sorting technical issues out. Uh, so it didn't really float my boat. It was just just jerky as hell. But the original was a, I think it famously was of an extremely shitty port. Yes, yes. Almost as as, as famous as its um, difficulty, the, uh, the crappiness of the PC port was also well known. Unfortunately, yeah. The problem. I mean, I, I could move. By the time I sorted, it, I could move about, but it was it was just so jerky. And given how hard the game is, anyway, it was just it was unplayable. I, I did get, and I think I picked it up for about a tenner from gaming. Did get a nice little art book and everything, so it wasn't a total rat. <laughs> did you get a soundtrack? A soundtrack? Uh, I did, yeah. I think I got the soundtrack. Oh, thank oh. That's that sorted then, no problem. A little art book and uh, I think some nice little postcards as well. And a t-shirt? No, no t-shirt. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't seventy pounds or anything, Yoda. I mean, you didn't you get t-shirts yeah. at that kind of level. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's let's move swiftly away from that as I'm sure Vimes will be talking about that sometime in the future and move into part two films, books, comics and so on um, as your list is so extensive Yoda you can go first <laughs> well because I've been spending all my time playing um, Craft the World I haven't had much time to watch that but as Saturday night came around again I, I sit there and watch a movie with my, my lovely wife and we chose Gravity this week and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I've, have both of you seen this film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm sure it was it was on here that I, I heard good things about it. I, I looked at some of the trailers and thought it it doesn't really float my boat. But halfway through the film, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with where it was going when. Um, the whole floating around space thing was done really, really well. And yeah, there's it's... there's a lot of people who probably haven't seen this yet, um, so I don't want to to spoil anything. But it's it is well worth a watch. I think visually it's a very stunning film. Yeah, I, I think I, I mean I think I said this originally. It's, it's definitely a, probably a one hitter that I, I don't think you could watch watch it again. I think it's and get the same impact. I think yeah, it's the absolutely. first one you watch it. That you, you okay? You know what happens? All the magic's kind of gone. Yeah, uh, a bit like Life of Power. Haven't seen that still. No, no I you, haven't. You want to watch that? So, but no, um, there's a couple of bits that I thought I found was really good. Um, the the whole bit where where she's in the is it the Chinese one yeah yeah that I thought that was done really well and um, no I, I I can't can't recommend it enough I, I really would recommend people to watch this um, soon so again I don't want to spoil it so but other than say it's very good and go and watch it I don't know what else I can say. No, no, it's, it, it, you can't really talk about it that much. But yeah, it's quite a good, tense experience. But yeah, definitely worth um, worth a, a watch, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Clarky, um, what have you been up to? I picked up The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, or however the hell it's pronounced on Blu-ray. Um, I didn't. Did you, did you not see it in the cinema? No, I didn't. 
Okay. Um, I'm quite surprised at myself because the original trilogy, I, I sort of went to watch all three at the cinema, but uh, for one reason or another, didn't manage to do it with the new uh, Hobbit trilogy. Um, I like this one far better than the first Hobbit film. Sure, yeah. It just seemed to, uh, it kind of, I don't know, it, it flowed a lot better than the original one was. It was There was always kind of something going on. I suppose the uh, first one can't be blamed for that because obviously it has to have its little 45 minutes of basically being stuck in one place while they explain everything and get underway. Uh, but no, I, I did, I, I did really enjoy this one. It was, uh, it was a, it was a nice little adventure experience and sort of re- kind of re- reminded me more of, uh, the original Lord of the Rings trilogy than, uh, mm. yeah. anything else. Um, I thought that the dragon was extremely well done. Yeah. Yes. Um, voiced by, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, if I recall. Yeah, who also voices the uh, the necromancer in uh, of Dolgadur. Oh, does he? Okay. He, he does, yeah. But no, I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy this. Uh, yes, it does have an abrupt ending, but uh, I suppose that's only to be expected since there is a third part coming out. I'm, right. I, I'm, I'm just concerned about how they're kind of stretching the third part out because, I mean, The Hobbit itself wasn't exactly... When you sort of compare it next to the Lord of Rings, wasn't exactly a huge book, was it? I mean, it was no, no. What was it, two or three hundred pages or something? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like they've made it would be as if you imagine Fellowship of the Ring being three films. That's <laughs> I mean, that would yeah, be exactly. But no, there was some uh, there was some nice little scenes. Like I say, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the whole dragon thing. Um, I, Legolas felt a little bit like he'd just been shoe- shoehorned in there for the sake of it. Uh, and, yeah. and I, I have to say, for an immortal elf, he definitely does look ten years older than when we last saw him. He he doesn't look as svelte, does he? No, he kind of almost looked a lot bigger and bulkier than uh, in the original yeah. trilogy. Uh, maybe that's what happens with elves. Maybe they're born quite podgy. Yeah, I suppose they lose the weight <laughs> with uh, all their uh, jumping around, and obviously Legolas is trademark sur- yeah. surfing on orc bodies. Which uh, I think I spotted <laughs> yeah. two or three times. Yes, uh, but no, uh, thoroughly enjoyed this, and uh, it has made me look forward to the uh, the new instalment, which will be out, no doubt, in December. I imagine so. Um, obviously, I've been watching Bump on Now TV as well, but I've already covered that. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, which um, kind of, in no small part, was one of the reasons I might have picked up Now TV, seeing as how I can <laughs> watch it straight away. Um, I'm I, I'm I'm up to episode two. Um, Did you so seen... you, so have you watched episode two? Yes, I have watched episode two. I'm uh, fine. All, all I can say is justice. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if, no spoilers if anybody hasn't read the books or watched Mate. the TV. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the the whole wedding thing I thought was extremely well done to the point that it it, it made me re- feel really uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, it was it was it was very well done. I, I, I don't want to say anything, but it, it, I, I was like, oh man, they're really, they're really making a big song and dance about this. There. Yeah, <laughs> I no, I, I, it, it just, it just, it was just so uncomfortable watching that. I just kudos to them. I just thought it was excellent once it had finished. Yes, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, you can't reach very hard to send that, but yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people criticising the first episode, but personally, I thought it was a lot better than last season's first episode, where I spent the entire going, who's that guy? Who's she? Yeah. Exactly. Why are they there? Is he important? Um, 
this one was definitely better. Um, I, I have to say, I'm still a little bit baffled by the um, the group that the, the guy that was in um, Misfits. Um, he plays this particularly cruel guy, um, who, you know, one who tortured one of the other ones. I oh yeah, yeah. I can't really spoil it. I mean, I'm like, why are they doing this? I don't. I've got no <laughs> idea why. Um, but I, it's it's that was really good, really good. Looking forward yeah. to. Looking forward well, to I, I actually did uh, I did enjoy the first episode, and I have through looking at certain social media. Sats have noticed T-shirts propped up, uh, propping up with uh, sort of the hound on the front, to serve in kind of a KFC to get up with the words "got chicken" underneath it. <laughs> right, of course. Which, uh, which, yes, yeah, so obviously people, as uh, people will market and buy everything. But yeah, I am still thoroughly loving Game of Thrones, and uh, I look forward to watching it tonight at nine on Sky Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey, maybe 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 the box was too much money for you, Clark. You should have almost got it for free. Well, indeed. <laughs> um, okay, well, at least for me. Um, yeah, I also mentioned I worked watching Game of Thrones as well. Um, uh, on Saturday, I went to see Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, I quite enjoyed the first one, but I don't think it... I think how he plays Spider-Man, he absolutely nails being Spider-Man. I think he's less convincing as Peter Parker, but his Spider-Man, he's very, very scrawny, and it kind of really suits Spider-Man's kind of comic book appearance. Yeah. And he's got a lot of the banter, which you'd expect from Spider-Man, which I really like. Um, but as Peter Parker, he's meant to be a genius as well. You wouldn't know that in any way whatsoever from <laughs> watching either of the films. Um but second one, really good, quite long, definitely worth saying, quite long, um, about two hours, 20 minutes, which I was a bit surprised about. Mm. Um, That's because they've shoehorned so many baddies in it, though, isn't it? Oh, kind of. I mean, uh, it's, mainly, it's mainly Electro. Um, the other stuff did feel like, what are you doing? What? Can't, surely must be ending now. And not, not in the kind of like, oh, I want to finish, but you just didn't, it felt a little bit over, you're like, okay, this is a good natural ending. Although it's carrying on, right? Okay. Um, it's a bit like the end of um, um, kind of Lord of the Rings mentioned before, the uh, um, Return of the King, where you think it's the film's going to finish about twenty four. Oh Jesus! It does. <laughs> you think, I'm sure, this is not the end. This is a really good ending. No, 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 it's carrying on. Brilliant. Um, it's a so. Like what that. were the the baddies in in this? Do you, do you want me to say? Do you want me to say? Is that going to ruin it? Or no, you know? I think that they're, they're all out there. But okay, so basically you've got um, Electro's the the main baddie. Um, that's the, uh, the Jamie Fox character, isn't it? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, you've got Green Goblin has been introduced, and Rhino has been introduced. Um, this is very much um, Sony's attempt before they lose the contract back to Disney to do a Sinister Six film. Ah. I, I believe. Yes. Um, well, this is very much a precursor. Back? Well, I yeah, because I think the license is is a limited license, is my understanding. Uh, I uh, thought it was they had to put out a movie every so often to therefore ret- retain the license and not lose it. Not that's, certain the exact rules, but obviously because that's not yeah. <laughs> even involved with it. But um, it's 
it, it isn't surprising with all the, the Marvel stuff going so well and the, the awesome Captain America 2 being out there and doing so well as well that they want to get the most out of it. Um, I think yeah. Sinister, Six, Sinister Six would be quite interesting. Uh, Spider-Man's quite unusual as he, as he does have a multitude of quite interesting villains with the Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus. And, okay, you've got silly ones like Rhino and Vulture, but he's still got quite a few, whereas others are a little bit weak. Um, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be really good fun. I thought the um, some they, they they made some hard choices in there which that had to happen. I'm pleased with that. Again, I don't want to say too much. Oh, I inadvertently uh, clicked on that spoiler the other day. Um, I believe it closely follows something that happens in one of the comic books, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're different than that. I mean, actually, I'll, I'll use that as a as a kind of uh, sidestep because um, over the last year, two years, well, year eighteen months, um, I've been reading. Um, um, Superior Spider-Man, which is um, interestingly changed quite dramatically, just leading up to Amazing Spider-Man 2. So Superior Spider-Man is where um, it's the current Spider-Man run. It's not like a separate universe of Spider-Man. It's the main Spider-Man run. Um, but Amazing Spider-Man 600 or whatever it was ended, and it ended with um, Doctor Octopus um, on, on his on his deathbed effectively and he does a um a swap a mind swap with um peter parker so he becomes um spider-man so dr octopus for the last year 18 months has been spider-man mm-hmm. um and it's been it's been quite an interesting story about he, he's he's just not a great spider-man he's he's the he's the superior spider-man and uh, and it's basically been all about how he has coped with trying to manage Peter Parker's lifestyle. And he's not, he doesn't want to be make it quite obvious that he is, um, um, Doc Ock, obviously. Um, but it has caused tension between groups like the Avengers and whatever else. And, Cause he was kind of killing people occasionally, which doesn't really happen for Spider-Man. <laughs> <funny enough. laughs> um, but it's, it's been quite an interesting story. And, um, Unsurprising. I, I mean, this, I think this is a spoiler. This is always going to happen. Um, and the Super- Superior Spider-Man ended last week, um, and the new Amazing Spider-Man, conveniently timed with the film, um, it kicks off. I think this week or the next kind of few days. Um, so yeah, they're rebooting Amazing Spider-Man again. Uh, Superior Spider-Man, I would say, is worth a check out because at least you know it's only like 30 issues it's, it's going to be like it's kind of an insular story in itself but very interesting I've quite enjoyed it um, it's been one of the one of the ones I've downloaded that I've read first you always, you always judge how much you like a comic book by how quickly you read it if you download a few Yeah, and it's it's always up there obviously after Walking Dead but then it's uh, Superior Spider-Man um, really worth checking out um, so what up. do you think about because obviously the, the Spider-Man games come out or coming out isn't it but it's not coming to Xbox One. I um, I, I, I'll be honest. Um, you don't care? <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, I wouldn't care if it was PC or PS4 or anything because mm-hmm. it's a it's a licensed video game and mm. it's <laughs> invariably going to be terrible. Um, yes. I could be wrong, but I mean, I'm very mean of me, but yeah, meh. I don't think I'm that bothered, to be honest. Um but yeah, we'll see. Are you, I mean, are you guys gonna? I mean, it's surely easier to buy one of the Lego superhero games instead. Well, sure I, I'm not gonna pick it up. I just think it's 
it's uh, it's not only getting the, the film publicity, is it? Um, because they've timed all the the pulling from the Xbox One um, the same week the film gets launched. So yeah, it, I think it's I think they've done well as a PR stunt to get additional um, coverage. Well, maybe, maybe. I mean, I I, I do know that the um, there's not. I think that it's X One is not the system of choice for most publishers currently because there's the user base it simply isn't big enough. Um, but maybe it was that decision. I don't know. Do not know. Uh, I think it's more on the the grounds of Sony just pulling pulling the strings. Uh, uh, maybe. I mean, that's possible. Um, I don't know about how the license works with that, so I'd be surprised if um, Disney would allow that to happen, um, unless they were forced to, but I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it, unless, again, because it's been a uh, Spider-Man game, it hasn't really kind of <laughs> concerned me too much. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, the last thing I want to bring up was, and it's, I want to recommend it because it was really good fun. Kind of flicked over the channels that came across it, and it's on iPlayer. Um, it's a natural world special on honey badgers. Yeah, and, creatures. And they are safe to say they are amazing. Uh, amazing. Um, really, really, really good hour-long um, documentary about it. Um, did, did, about, it fe- did it feature an inevitable face-off against a snake? Oh no! They, 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 two badgers versus five hyenas. Oh, brilliant! Um, <laughs> I mean, if that alone doesn't, uh, and, and also the badgers see them off. <laughs> of course. Um, really, really worth checking out. It's, it's got some really interesting um, um, f- um, kind of footage of a um, a partially domesticated, or and it's domesticated very dramatically termed, but a, a non. You, it's too domesticated to be a wild animal anymore, but he's kind of kept in a cage and well kept in a compound, and um, he had to be kind of put in a better compound because he killed three of the family dogs. Um, a servile um, was upsetting the rhinos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, got, got in a fight with the lions, won the first round, then got mauled the second time survived um they are notorious the honey badger as well worth noting for um when they get bitten by venomous snakes they sleep it off which you're like (laughs) just they're just amazing i I, I like the idea of a partially domesticated one because i could not imagine myself telling it to get down off the settee (laughs) all i can say is check out on iplayer um really really good fun really good watch really fascinating they're Clearly, very, very intelligent animals, and there was just watching this. Um, I think his name was um, Stoffel. Uh, this particular um, honey badger, his escape attempts are mind blowing. You're like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> so, really, really to watch. I, I very, very much enjoyed it. Brilliant. Right. Well, that means we're almost wrapped up with a, <laughs> a very weighty news section of one news which relates to a game we've already talked about um it's it's clearly easter you can very much tell um i think the journalists probably down till wednesday or something last week there is very little pc related news um so i just kind of grabbed this little um nugget for those hearthstone fans if anyone who isn't hearthstone fans want to get excited about um 
uh, so Blizzard announced um, the Curse of Naxxramas, um, which is a an interesting take. They've basically made a single player kind of campaign. Um, so it's time for the kind of guys that don't necessarily get into the competitive scene, which I think is quite interesting actually, because I think that's pretty a nice little touch, because not everyone wants to get into that kind of hardcore competing gaming. Um, and through that, you'll give you you kind of fight against more elaborate bosses and different um, players, different sets of cards, and as you play through that, you unlock unique cards for that wing um, of that. Because Nakframs obviously was a, a, a raid, a three, four, four wing raid, if I recall. Um, in um, uh, Rafa Lich King of um, World of Warcraft. So um, I'm not surprised I've got to use, use this one first, purely because I think that Rafa Lich King was when WoW was at its, at its height, and I think they've used that as a good a good entry route. Um, but no, I think this could be quite interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at some of the specific cards on this, and I think this may be where I'm going wrong when I'm playing. Yeah, probably shouldn't be selecting my cards on how cool the picture is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I promise you that will that will lead to disappointment. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I think it's really interesting that they are looks like they're going to be monetizing that. I think I think you can get maybe the first ones um, free, um, but the others will be um, you can pay to access the other the other wings. Um, which I'm not that surprised by. I think they're going to try every single way they can to monetize this game. Um, well, they, but, they, they've done a good job of monetizing. I mean, it's in no way in your face at all. No, I know there's a mixed, mixed opinion about how much it's kind of pay to win. I, I, I'd say that it's probably pay to speed up progress. Yeah. It's, uh, obviously, buying booster packs will mean that you can build a deck quicker. But you do play matches doing the daily quests you will get a lot of gold quite quickly and can get regularly get packs. Um, so if you're playing every day, I don't think you'll be too disappointed about that. Um, and the matches are pretty quick. They're 10 minutes, aren't they, really? Yeah. Too long. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm going to look forward to that. And it's a good reason for Yoda to... just You need to get on board with it, Yoda. Well, I have played it. I've unlocked all the, the champions... Okay, so you're well ahead of Clarky then, really. Oh, I'm well ahead of Clarky. <laughs> I just don't have it on the, on my uh, on my new PC because um, I just haven't <laughs> haven't downloaded it yet. But I will download um, this afternoon um, and maybe have a quick go tonight. Yeah, I'm definitely up for a game in a minute. Um, well, I think that's that's us, which is probably a record time for me on the show. Um, I blame Easter. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, so just remember that you can follow us uh, on Facebook, the Mature Gamer Podcast. You can email us if I think Vimesy gets them currently, uh, mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com um, or Clarky's version and there's a Beastie version as well hey, hey. of that. Um, you can tweet us at mgpbits. You can tweet myself at Beastie Tweet. I'm at Clarky Snap. I'm at Yoda is Blind. Um, yeah, and that's it. Thanks a lot, both of you. It's been a short and snappy Hearthstone and FTL focused show, but that's well, what happens sometimes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye bye. See ya. <laughs>